Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, I was going to mention some uh, great connections, some great ties uh, that I've already discovered between Baylor and Texas State as the Bears play the Bobcats this Saturday to open the season in San Marcos. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by David Greenup in the Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. The color analyst on the Texas State broadcast is Jeff Gandy, former Baylor linebacker. He was a member of the 79 Peach Bowl team, the 1980 Cotton Bowl team for Baylor. So that is really cool. Uh, Jeff Gandy, a Baylor grad, will be on the Texas State broadcast coming up on Saturday. Look forward to uh, seeing him. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Another great Baylor-Texas State connection is the chancellor of the uh, Texas State system. So Texas State University is a part of that. Well, the chancellor over that system of schools is Dr. Brian McCall, and he is a Baylor grad. Uh, In fact, Brian McCall was my roommate for three seasons, three years uh, during our time at Baylor. And, uh, man, what a great job he is doing. So uh, I've already talked to Brian. I said, are you going to be at the game? And he said, absolutely, wouldn't miss it. And I said, all right, we're saving a spot for you at halftime. So we'll have Brian McCall on at halftime of our broadcast coming up on Saturday. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon in the Alan Samuel Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Hey, we're glad you're with us wherever you're listening today. And uh, really looking forward to kickoff. Four days away now, Baylor and Texas State from San Marcos. Aaron, uh, I, I've got to keep telling myself, and every, every time I say it, I've got to keep telling I've got to remind myself it's not Southwest Texas State. It was Southwest Texas State forever, and uh, it really has been Texas State for several years. I know some grads from there, they still call it Southwest Texas State. I, you know, I was just fixing to say no disrespect to Texas State graduates or current students, but to me it will always be Southwest Texas yep, State. Yep. I grew up most of my life, and that was what it was called, and I still had the same trouble with it, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, so – I, it just it's it's hard. I mean, I, I call it by its proper name most of the time, but sometimes I'll be like, you know, sometimes it just. I guess probably about thirty years of my life it was Southwest Texas State yeah. before I they don't changed. Remember when it. they switched? I had to look that up. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember how long ago that's been. Uh, same for uh, North Texas State now, the University of North Texas. Same thing, and alums there, you know, who graduated went with North Texas State, Jerry Hill. Uh, I think still like to refer to it as North Texas State. So I can understand that with the uh, with the history that goes along with it. But it's Baylor and Texas State. Uh, Rick Perry signed it into law. It took effect September 1st of 2003, it looks like. Okay. All so right. about so 20 years ago. Tomorrow, I was close. Yeah, 18 I was close. years tomorrow. 18 years tomorrow. How about that? We'll, we'll celebrate. You want to celebrate Texas State Day tomorrow? <laughs> 
I'll be celebrating <laughs> something else tomorrow, but <laughs> we <Okay>. can do both. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Brant Freeman, who does play-by-play for the Bobcats, he'll be on with us tomorrow. So we'll tell him happy Texas State Day. And right. see, <laughs> no, see happy Southwest Texas State Day. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's perfect. <laughs> and see if he uh, gets in on that date. So we look forward to that. But uh, that was it. So 18 years ago is when the name changed. And something like that does take years, you know, to completely transition for a lot of people. Looking forward to the game, Baylor and Texas State coming up Saturday evening. Coverage here begins at 2 p.m. on Saturday, live from San Marcos. Tom Barfield and Matt Mosley will be there for the uh, pre-pregame show or the pre-tailgate show. And then our Baylor alumni tailgate show is on the air at 4 p.m. Derek Smith hosting, and Derek will be there in San Marcos as well. And then we're on the air uh, with a 6 p.m. kickoff on Saturday evening from San Marcos. Uh, going down there, no question, uh, got to take that loop around Austin, right? Texas is playing Louisiana middle of the day on Saturday. But even if it was not a Texas game day, I would take that loop 10 out of 10 times. It, it works uh, really, really well. Normally, now normally you can fly on that loop. The posted speed limit's 80 miles an hour, and you know how well people, you know, comply with what the posted speed limit is. So you can usually fly around there, miss for the most part traffic, and then come back in south of Austin about, can't remember where it is, where you can come back in on I-35, and then you're right there by, maybe it's Buda. Uh, and then you're right there by uh, San Marcos. So take that loop around. If you're going to San Marcos, uh, don't even think twice about which way you should go. Take that loop around Austin. Uh, and looking forward to it. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, or you heard in the open, uh, some great Baylor ties to Texas State. Jeff Gandy, former Baylor linebacker. Jeff had a great career playing linebacker here at Baylor. Was on that Peach Bowl team in 79 and the conference championship uh, Cotton Bowl team in 1980. Jeff does color on the Texas State radio network. So I uh, visited with him this morning. We kind of traded notes with each other. And... Um, then uh, Brian McCall, my Baylor roommate, is the chancellor for the Texas State system. Uh, we'll have him on at halftime with us. He, we're going to have to twist his arm, and he'll come kicking and screaming, but I'm not going to let him out of that. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing, seeing Dr. McCall and uh, having him on at halftime with us on Saturday. So some pretty good ties there Man. from between Baylor and Texas State. So he was your roommate He was in for three years. That's yeah. kind of like – not quite the same level, but close. Uh -huh. Kind of like Tommy Lee Jones oh. and Al Gorby in college roommates. <laughs> you know, they yeah, both went yeah. on to very successful careers, obviously in different fields. But yeah, that's the first thing to pop into my mind the other day when you said it. I meant to mention it because you were downplaying your own success, which you always do. You're a very modest <laughs> person, but um, you know that's a uh, that's a that's a pretty big uh, you know. There's some pretty big accomplishments coming out of that that dorm room. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. So uh, really looking forward to seeing Brian. We don't get together near as much as I'd like for us to, but uh, we'll see each other Saturday there, and he'll come down from the – I'm sure he's got a plush chancellor suite, don't you think? Maybe oh, I need to go visit sure, him. Yeah. I need to go to yeah. the chancellor suite. He doesn't <laughs> need may, to come to our stinking little radio booth. You may want to see if they have <laughs> it set up where you can broadcast from yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, Brian, can we borrow your 
chancellor's suite yeah. for this game. They can feed you grapes in, in, in the commercial breaks. Oh, you know it's first <laughs> class. You know it is. <laughs> so that's going to be really fun. Look forward to that. Uh, that is Saturday, Baylor and Texas State. Before we get there, we'll have another round of high school games. want to remind you again about, uh, the, let's call it Johnny Tusa weekend coming up here in Waco. Uh, on Thursday evening, there is a meet and greet. Uh, former players, coaches, uh, friends of Coach Tusa are having a reception 6 to 8 p.m. at Walk-Ons. And that'll be really cool. And then the game on Friday, Waco High versus Hutto. Uh, Coach Tusa will be honored. Uh, he'll be inducted into the Waco ISD Hall of Fame. Also, the 1986 Waco High football team will be there and be recognized. That was the first team after consolidation, first team of consolidation, the new Waco High. So, a uh, big, big weekend there. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday night. But remember the reception on Thursday, 6 to 8 at Walk-Ons. It still bothers me a little bit that I wasn't at Waco High for the first year of consolidation. Oh, yeah. Because – at that time, they had the ninth grade center open. Mm. Now uh, it's the A.J. Moore Academy, I believe. Right, right, right. Uh, the old Richfield. No. no, no, no. I mean the old uh, uh, Jefferson Moore. Jefferson Excuse Moore. Excuse me. Yeah, Richfield right. obviously is Waco Where High. Where Coach Tusa coached before right. consolidation. Yeah, um, they consolidated the year I entered high school, okay. but they had the ninth grade center You're open. The ninth grade which center. I love the ninth grade center, but yeah. it, you know it would have been cool to walk the halls the first year. Yeah, you know that's after true. they consolidated everything. What do you remember about that? I mean, that was a big deal. I mean, kids coming together from from where? From Wake, from Richfield, from Waco High, from Jeff Jefferson Moore. Moore. Just those three? Je those three, yeah. Not they uni took, University was separate. Right. They yeah. took Waco High's colors. They took uh, – No, no, no. Waco High. I mean, they took Waco High's name. Right. They took Richfield's, Richfield's colors, colors. And they took the mascot from Jefferson Moore. Yeah, that's right. So they took a little bit from each school. I remember, honestly uh, – in the ninth grade, and I'm, I think it was the same way in the high school. It just wasn't a big deal. Okay. You, you know, it, they were they were all – everyone there lived in Waco. So, you know, even if you didn't go to the same school, you kind of knew everybody. I got you. I, I, there wasn't, you know, any – any real problems that I remember? Yeah. Everybody got along pretty well. Yeah. You know, I, I think everybody was excited because they knew how good, you know – we were going to be in pretty much every sport, yeah. and we were. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. stepped that up, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> absolutely. Really did. Nobody was pushing each other in the hall saying, I'm not a tiger, I'm a lion. No, no. I mean, there's, <laughs> I'm a you know, ram. there's always, you know, scuffles in, in high school, but it, I don't think any of them were school-related. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cared that much, right? No, no. I think most of the people, including myself, uh, from what I remember from, from the night grade center, most people were pretty excited about, you know, being in the big school and being with everybody, yeah. you know, in, in your grade in the city, all in the same place. So the ninth grade center was your first year, obviously, there. And then 10th, 11th, 12th was at the current Waco High campus? 10th grade was, and then we moved to Robinson for my junior and senior year. Oh, you moved. So I, I got graduated you. from Robinson. I so got you. I, got I have you. two alma maters. Yeah, there you go. Which, uh, you know, I like that. It's but, good yeah, um, Waco schools till the 10th grade, and then uh, – then Robinson for my junior and senior year. Gotcha. All right, we say all that to say uh, big weekend at WISD Stadium honoring Coach Johnny Tusa, the 86 Waco High football team. And uh, the game is 7 o'clock on Friday evening at Waco uh, ISD Stadium. It's the Derek Johnson Classic. It's great to see and visit with Derek last weekend at the uh, – 
Texas Sports Hall of Fame and then the uh, uh, kickoff luncheon, chamber kickoff luncheon prior to that. But remember the meet and greet on Thursday. We'll continue to remind you about that uh, for Coach Johnny Tussall, former players, coaches, friends, fans uh, alike. Uh, come and be there at walk-on 6 to 8 on Thursday. All right, we'll visit with uh, Coach Paul Jobson coming up in the hour. Baylor soccer coach, they continue uh, their tough schedule coming off a big win Sunday night, 2-1 overtime win over SMU on Sunday. And we'll see what's next for uh, Coach Jobson and Baylor soccer. Visit with him coming up in just a bit. We're off and running on this Tuesday. Hey, watch for those school zones out there. Uh, be careful. Put your phone down if you're in a school zone. Abide by the posted school zone speed limits. Just keep that in mind and be extra careful in the school zones. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. An isolated shower possible early this evening, otherwise becoming mostly clear with lows falling to 76 degrees. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower popping up, a high of 98. And on Thursday, mostly sunny skies, continued humid with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Brent Zwerneman joining us right now from the Houston Chronicle. I then sought out Commissioner Greg Sankey, you know, and, and uh, found him on Red Radio Road down there. And he looked at me like, where did you hear that? You know, and <laughs> and then uh, essentially he said, well, you know, rumors have been swirling. And then he said, yeah, no comment. You know, that because and at that point, you know, then we're trying to get uh, reaction from from especially Texas and then, and then OU. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hobbs Bobbitt Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. In Commons Bank wishes all the area teams a successful 2021 football season. If you're in the market for a new home, let In Commons Bank help you finance your mortgage. Rates are low and houses are going fast. So stop by your local branch today and meet one of the friendly neighborhood bankers. With approvals in as little as 24 hours, In Commons will put you on the way to finding what you're looking for with terms you can afford. You can apply online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash loans. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. 
Street. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to Helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. This John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. We are brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Believe it or not, going back that far, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry and now Braden Emery are there as, uh, as they run Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco and Bryan. In Waco, it's 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web, pioneerboys.com. Where do you go if you need, uh, uh, you need some pipe? Well, they carry all sizes of pipe, from one-half inch to 24 inches, for all your fencing needs, also square tubing, half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, errands such as deer stands or ornamental iron jobs, like a like a weekend project you would have. Oh, you know me. I'm a handy handyman type, <laughs> always building both. something. This tubing comes in black or already primed. Uh, Aaron, you want to build a uh, barn dominium. You may want to throw one up over the weekend <laughs> if you want to build... I would like to have one built for me. For now, you. As far as me doing it, that's a no-go. <laughs> I but understand that. They are pretty cool. If you are building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, see Aaron and I. The guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe would help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. There you go. They're saying, yeah, we've got the, uh, uh, we've got the uh, merchandise for this, but we saw also know the contractors that can do it for you. So that's a great connection there with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Yeah, I've, th- that's, that's a great idea, whoever came up with that, because those are really cool. Yeah. They're a lot more inexpensive than buying, you know, uh, so, so regular houses, like, say, in a uh, housing development, and you get more room, and they're just – I think they're awesome. Barn Dominion. Uh, it's, it's the it's, way to go. It, it really is. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a goal of mine. Yeah. Um, at first, I was thinking about just buying a small condominium, a, a small apartment. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Um, and I still may do that uh, at some point because I really don't need a house. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm thinking, you know, a small barn dominium hey, may, may be doable. You, you never know. So All right. Who are you going to call? Uh, Pioneer, Pioneer Steel, Steel and Pipe, Pipe of course. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> They're the ones that can set you on that path of uh, being a barn dominium owner. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, sea purlin, and structural pipe. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Remember, they deliver and unload. Who is it? It's only one place. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane in Waco. 
Also located in Bryan, they're on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, uh, we mentioned this yesterday, Aaron, and you uh, set me on the right path. Uh, Oklahoma opens this weekend. Their season opener was scheduled to be in New Orleans against Tulane. Well, Hurricane Ida blew through and changed those plans. They will play in Norman this weekend. That game has moved to uh, uh, Gaylord uh, Family Memorial Stadium in Norman for OU, number two in the nation in one preseason poll, number three in another. And they get another home game out of this. They'll play Tulane in Norman. Game time remains the same, 11 a.m. on Saturday. TV remains the same. It's on ABC, but the uh, site changes to Norman on Saturday morning. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they pick games. Yeah. I guess, I, I mean, ABC. I do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I do. I think it goes by priority, but, <laughs> man. Well, ask the OU folks about that because they played this game at 11, and then in two weeks they play Nebraska at 11 a.m. Well, also. and that – That I th- was – I think it's – I think it's – smoke screen but i think there's probably a little something to it it's a little bit of both but that was one of their complaints oh yeah you know as far as them leaving the conferences always ending up in the 11 a.m window for their games you know instead of prime time like like some of the other conferences and they have their they have their share of prime time games of course yeah and all of us have our share of 11 a.m games of course sometimes you can appreciate those if you're playing on the road you'd rather get up and play as early as possible Playing at home, not so much. Sometimes it affects your crowd. Sometimes it affects tailgating, things like that. But uh, but this game will be at 11 a.m. in Norman. One thing I heard is, so this is adding a home game for Oklahoma to their schedule, so there's no tickets for it. So they'll sell tickets separately for this game, and all the proceeds from tickets will go to Hurricane Relief, which is pretty cool. I yeah, mean, no, it, that's really that's a really yeah, cool thing to really do. That's a really cool move by OU to do that. Yeah, it's uh, – that's uh, – both those schools uh, should should get uh, credit, you know, for yeah. for for having that idea and uh, willing, you know, to to make sure that that money goes to a good cause. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, and that you know, with with the damage, yeah, they're they're going to need all the help they can get. It's 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 a uh, it's a sad situation. It could have been worse always, but right. I mean, it's still you know, every time it happens, your your heart just goes out to the the people who are affected by <laughs> exactly. it. You know, it's just. You see it on the news and you think it, 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 I don't know, it's weird to describe. It seems so distant, but it, it really hits you, you know? Uh, so yeah. anyway. I was watching some shots, Weather Channel, I think, downtown New Orleans, and I said, yeah, I know right where that is. I mean, we were there for the Sugar Bowl, you know, not long ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. And I said, I know right where that is, you know, where they're in the, in the uh, uh, heart of that hurricane when it hit. Yeah, and uh, last, last I read, I think, the whole city still without power still yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's I the last i saw also. i haven't seen any updates that they got it restored and we know how tough that can be just for a couple of days yeah. and ours was an ice storm you know i yeah. mean most of us uh still had something working uh, right. uh some people didn't i know people that you know didn't have electricity their water froze yeah. and they didn't have any gas appliances yeah. my i was lucky during our uh the uh 2021 blizzard as i call it (laughs) i have a gas stove so even when i didn't have power or water which i didn't for most of the time i was still able to turn the stove on and keep the apartment warm i was like hey if nothing else at least i'm not going to be cold good call and that was a lot better than that was a lot more than a lot a lot of people had during that storm oh yeah for sure so uh oklahoma and tulane will take place in norman game site move from new orleans to norman for that game on saturday morning 11 o'clock on abc 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll check in with Paul Johnson, Baylor soccer coach. They are coming off a big, big win on Sunday night over SMU in overtime. Great 2-1 win there. Talk to uh, Coach Johnson about all things Baylor soccer. When we come back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. And we'll be right back after this. Baylor football lives here. And the 2021 season opener is this Saturday for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears against Texas State. 4 p.m. Saturday for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, hosted by Derek Smith, live from San Marcos. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Bobcats. Baylor, Texas State, this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. Dallas Cowboys has settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott. As the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today, they release Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal for increased COVID-19 testing to fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win 4-3 over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9:05 first pitch. Rangers get back Back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies 4-3. Game two of that series, 7:05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. <laughs> Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, of all the uh, bump music we've used, welcoming in Paul Jobson. I, I think that might 
top the list right there. Uh, and the thinking is uh, they play that brick house defense. You know, it's just a brick wall defensively. That's the way Baylor plays. So, Coach, that's the that's the message behind that choice of music. Are you okay with that? I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> Please go with that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. How are you? I'm great. Good, good. Great All win Sunday night. Win. Yeah, yeah, great win Sunday night. How 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 is that uh, uh, to go into overtime and find a way to win? Well, I, I, you said it right there. Find a way to win. I think when you've got you know, a team early in the early in the season, coming off of a, a crazy year last year, you know, if you can if you can teach your team you know, how to win games, no matter what it looks like, find a way to win. That's just so so important in our in our sport and. A lot of things going against us in that match, but you know, just showed the resiliency of this group to to fight to the very end until we got the result that we needed. And that was uh, again a Thursday, the back half of a Thursday Sunday uh, weekend for y'all. How do you think it's going? You know, getting back into that routine because that's different from last year, also. Yeah, it is. You know, we're we're getting used to it. Um, you know, it's it's tough. And then you play a team, you know, SMU, who their Thursday match was was canceled pretty early on, so they didn't mm-hmm. even play Thursday. So, right. you know, we're still trying to get our legs under us a bit, playing against a fresh team, and um, really just showed how tough we were um, to fight through a lot of fatigue and um, really wore down a team that came in fresh, wore them down to be able to to score late late in the game. But I think we're getting used to it and. Um, it's mainly the, the younger players that are, are figuring out what that looks like to play two games in a week. How? Uh, uh, let's go back to Nebraska last Thursday. Boy, that was tight. Uh, Drop that one, but uh, it, it seemed like you did a lot of good things, even though you didn't come out on top in that one. Yeah, we did. You know, again, still still early in the season, but you know, at some point, that's not going to be um, where we're at anymore. And you know, we've the last three goals that we've given up, two against uh, Nebraska, just not it's very uncharacteristic of of us um, and, and who we are uh, as a team. You know, we're kind of giving up the inside shoulder uh, to goal, and so they're very fixable things, um, which is a great thing. But we've got to stop doing it um, if we're going to be able to compete uh, down the stretch. So you know, we're learning lessons you know, every every match, and you know, loving the fact that we're, you know, coming out of the weekend with at least one of those after dropping the first one due to showing some resiliency to, to bounce back and get back after it again. Is your goal, maybe it's an unspoken goal, but uh, I'm sure you'd like to pitch a shutout every time you go out there and you do you do that a lot, but maybe is one goal, allowing one goal, maybe the max you ever want to give up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, our, our goal obviously is not to give up any. It's right. such a tough game to, to score points um, that, you know, we've not been a, a great, you know, not that we're not a great goal-scoring team, but we don't normally score a ton of goals. Our, we've always relied on being great defensively and trying to get get one. Um, but right now we're, we put ourselves in a bit of a pinch giving up one where now we've got to create two. So uh, it's a tough game uh, to score points. So, yeah, our goal is absolutely not to give up not to give up any if we right. can. And <laughs> we feel solid. We've got a great defensive group and, a, you know, one of the best goalkeepers in the country. And uh, we're just making little mistakes. And because we're playing good teams early, we're, we're being exposed. You know, if we were playing, you know, really bad teams early on, maybe we don't learn these lessons and maybe we score more and give up less. But I'd rather learn these lessons now so we're, we're prepared as we move through the season. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach. Uh, wh- who of your newcomers uh, has really caught your eye or is really, you know, stepping up here early in the season? Well, you know, we've got, you know, kind of like last year, we've just got a crew of young players that, you know, that step 
in and are, are ready to go and just been really impressed with with them. And as you know, you know how I think. You know, the young players don't do well if the old older players don't welcome them in and, and train them up the way that they need to be. So, um, you know, a couple of the kids that have done well, you know, Ava Kohlberg is seeing a ton of minutes. You know, you know, being a starting defender as a freshman uh, in our group is tough. You know, uh, we had a couple of people do it last year out of necessity, but you know, Ava Kohlberg has stepped in there and, and done done really well in that position and then uh you know haven terry is getting some great minutes up front and you know scored our game winner obviously last night just through just sheer effort and never giving up um in the final minutes of a game are very good and you know some other players that are coming along too but those are the two and then you know lorelei stramrud is coming back from an injury uh seeing some minutes in the midfield for us she's the one that flicked the ball on to haven um and showing some good things too so our young players are coming along really well all right, what about this week? Uh, you you uh, had two home matches in a row. Now you go right back out on the road for a couple of road matches this week. Yeah, we do. You know, fortunately, the first one is just up in Denton, so not too far away. I hope maybe we get some of our, our Dallas and Fort Worth alumni up there in Denton to, to cheer on their Bears. Hopefully they can get out there and, and, and support us. It's always a tough, tough team on North Texas. They're an NCAA contender every year winning their conference and they're always do great against the, the power five teams. So that's going to be a tough, tough road match, but great. It's just right up the road. And then we'll flip a switch and, and fly up to Wisconsin, hit the Midwest again, again, another great, great team. So the, the, the road doesn't get easy for us, but you know, we're trying to become resilient, tough team. Those are the types of games we need to play. Uh, Paul, what about um, uh, your RPI? Are these these are really good RPI building matches? I mean, you built their, your schedule uh, for that, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, we're we we feel like we should be an NCAA contending team every year, and you know, part of doing that is building a schedule that can get you there. And you know, then you got to go out and you got to win games. So every match that we're playing right now is is an RPI building, you know type of game and, and that's definitely what we're trying to do and you know you've just got to make sure that you know obviously you're winning more than you're losing um, but all the results that we're getting right now are going to be great results at the end of the year and you know even you know a North Texas who's not maybe well known from a power five standpoint they're, they're always a great RPI team um, you know win or lose they're going to be great for our RPI so um, and then and then getting the Nebraska's and the Wisconsin's the known names also help as well but uh, we really need to be prepared for the Big 12, too, because if we can't get in uh, based on our non-conference, our conference is strong enough to help us get in, too. So that's that's the design, try to get get our RPI where, where it needs to be so that, you know, uh, if we're not winning the conference, then we've got a great opportunity to, to get in that way. Very good. Uh, second week of classes on campus. I know your, your team is always very studious. Uh, they work as hard in the classroom, if not harder, than they do on, on the uh, pitch. Uh, how is it? I mean, have things settled in now, the second week of classes on campus? Yeah, there's always the, the ups and downs. So the first, the first first week or so getting adjusted is always tough, and then they settle in, and then they get their first set of midterms, which will be here in a couple of weeks. So uh, we've got a little bit of calm right now. We hit the road, and then obviously Monday off for Labor Day. It'll be a travel day for us, so we're trying to take advantage of that too. But yeah, they're they're adjusting well. Nothing crazy yet, and uh, just I think some of them enjoy being in the classroom and helps helps them along a little bit too. So uh, we're excited about that. That's true. Uh, how how were you as a student when you were in college? I'm I'm guessing oh, you were top of your great. class. Yeah. <laughs> was my mom listening? No. I, yeah. It was yeah top of my class. No, I I was not a great student, JMO, but it, it does help me to uh, really appreciate. Uh, what these girls do day in and day out, and really 
Jamie, what it really helps me appreciate is the service and the, the support that these student athletes get that yeah. I didn't get when I was yeah. in college. That's right. Uh, it's amazing what Aaron Tebow and, you know, his group does up there for our, our athletes with tutors and, you know, any type of assistance from a, a learning disability standpoint that we may have is, is so valuable. Um, but yeah, none of that was around when I was around, but I could have definitely used it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, not about you as a student, but just the support, <laughs> you know, from our uh, athletic success, student athlete success center. Uh, and there is so much emphasis on that. I mean, the personnel in that area and just how much of a priority it is, you know, with Mac and with Baylor and Baylor athletics to make sure that our student athletes are student athletes. Well, I think we forget sometimes we get caught up in the wins and the losses and the, you know, the competing for conference championships and national championships. I think we forget sometimes that these, these athletes have full-time job, full-time jobs as students. And at the end of the day, most of these students are going to go on and have jobs outside of sport. And that's what we're doing here. We're making sure they get a great degree. And of course, if they're at Baylor, they're going to get a great degree um, and go on to do some fantastic things. And I think our team is a, a great um, advocate for that with the, the doctors and nurses and lawyers and teachers that are out there serving our communities as former Baylor soccer players is just something to be really, really proud of. Yeah, that's great. Well said. All right, good luck this week. Safe travels, uh, North Texas. Jerry Hill's alma mater, by the way, University of North Texas, and then Wisconsin coming up on the weekend. Uh, travel safe, and we appreciate you being on with us. Thanks, J-Mo. Take care. All right, man, you too. Thanks. Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. A couple of matches coming up this week on the road. They hit the road again. They'll play North Texas up there in Denton coming up on Thursday, then Wisconsin coming up on Sunday in Madison. We appreciate Coach uh, Jobson being on with us. Good luck to them as they uh, go back out on the road. Uh, I could have said, I said North Texas. I didn't slip, Aaron, and say uh, North Texas State. So that is North Texas there. Did get uh, a text from Sean Hunt, our good friend at UBO Business Services. He is a 1988 Southwest Texas grad. And the way he types the text is Southwest Texas grad, not Texas State. And his, his version of that is female president came there in the early 2000s and thought the word Southwest did not look good on your resume. Thus, it was dropped much to our dismay. So that's the way Sean remembers the change from Southwest Texas State to Texas State. I hate to agree, but Texas State does sound better. Yeah, maybe. I mean, to me, it does. Yeah. You know. Was Texas State not a uh, at one point a made-up school in a movie? I believe so. That? I believe that was um, the what one was with uh, Sinbad and Scott Bakula. Was it? Uh, what was the name of the movie? Uh, this would predate, you know, the name change. And right. They were it looking was, it for was like in the either the – it was probably in the early to mid-'90s. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, where it was a bunch of misfits, and they end up, you know, they're playing at a big state school. Yeah. It's supposed yeah, to be yeah, the yeah, University yeah, of Texas, you right, can tell. Right, right. But um, – uh, Necessary roughness. Okay, okay. I'll have to look it up, but that's what's coming into my mind. I can picture uh, the the uh, the movie, and I know that they were the armadillos. Oh, really? Yes. But, but then at that point, that was a made up name of a school, right? When yes, they used yes. Texas State. That's it. Very cool. All right. Thank, thanks, Sean. Appreciate that. Also, uh, Bryce Cherry chimes in with us. Uh, Bryce says, "Don't advertise the loop." 
we need to keep it a secret. That's that loop around to Austin, <laughs> so it's not uh, so it's not so crowded there, and you can drive uh, like it's an autobahn. So I told Bryce, hey, plenty of room on the loop around Austin. Keep that in mind. Don't go on I-35 right through uh, the city of Austin. Take that loop around if you're going to San Marcos. All right, appreciate it. Let's take a break. We'll be back uh, with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. Plenty more to come. What'd you find out? You know, I've always bragged about my uh, trivia ability. The movie is, and it was confirmed by a caller, but I Googled it also. The movie is Necessary Roughness. Came out in 1991. Gosh, you nailed it. And they were the Texas State Armadillos. Oh, you completely nailed it. Way (laughs) to go. The fictional Texas State yes, Armadillos yes. at that time. <laughs> that would have been cool, though, if they'd have, I don't think the, the alumni and the current students would have been very happy with Armadillos. Going with Armadillos? Yeah. But <laughs> You're changing been... the name of the school and the mascot? <laughs> no, I don't think so. After a, uh, after a uh, uh, semi, well, no, it wasn't even semi-popular, after a mildly popular yeah. Scott Bakula football movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you nailed it. Way to go. Very good. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, it's the Derrick Johnson Kickoff Classic at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join us as the Waco Lions take on the Hippos of Hutto. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the play-by-play at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Hutto. It's this Friday night at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit heritagecreamery.com for more information. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Founded in 2007, DeShazzo and Nesbitt Law Firm provides experienced, client-focused legal representation for businesses on all varieties of employment issues. Whether it's helping businesses with their employee handbooks, comply with medical leave laws, covenants not to compete, or employment contracts, DeShazzo and Nesbitt is here to help your business on all your employment law needs. A proud supporter of Waco High Lions, DeShazzo and Nesbitt. Learn more at dnaustin.com. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. The Dallas Cowboys have settled on Cooper Rush as the backup to Dak Prescott. As the Cowboys get the 53 roster limit today, they release Garrett Gilbert, who started three of their preseason games, and Ben DiNucci, a seventh-round pick in 2020. The NFL Players Association has accepted NFL's proposal to increase COVID-19 tested fully vaccinated players. Fully vaccinated players will now be tested once every seven days, and they'll be offered option of testing twice a week. Astros win 4-3 over the Mariners. Game two of that series tonight, 9:05 first pitch. Rangers get back-to-back wins, beating the Rockies 4-3. Game two of that series, 7:05 tonight, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The first UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show is tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. We appreciate Coach Paul Jobson being on with us. Baylor soccer headed back on the road. They'll play at North Texas at Wisconsin coming up this weekend. Aaron, uh, we're going to move out of here top of the hour. Matt Mosley is coming in. Uh, Speaking of Sean Hunt and Matt Mosley, Sean and Temple Rotary have invited us to come down and speak to their group on Thursday. So we're looking forward to that trip uh, coming up on Thursday. Aaron, what do you think it's like sharing a mic, sharing a stage with Matt Mosley? What do you think that's like? Um, I'm assuming that he does most of the talking. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and, and last time we did this. Uh, just a wild guess. Yeah, crazy wild guess. I don't, I don't, it wasn't last year, I guess, because of COVID. It must have been two years ago. But it really was one mic that we passed from, uh, from him to me and me back to him. And so when there's one mic, um, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. No, I kid. But it'll be fun uh, to be with the Temple Rotary Club coming up on Thursday over the noon hour. Look forward to that. Uh, Matt and I will be there, and uh, uh, it'll be fun. I, I think we're – I don't know. We haven't planned anything. I think we'll talk Baylor football. <laughs> we'll talk Big 12 football. We'll talk uh, – I'm sure it'll come up about realignment. But uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun, and I appreciate Sean Hunt for uh, extending the invitation for us to be there with the group. Remind you about our Baylor Coaches Show that debuts tomorrow night. Not tonight, but tomorrow night, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's. Come join us if you can. Hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. And uh, it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. If you can't make it there in person, 
KCEN-TV is our television partner in this endeavor, and they will stream the entire show on their website, kcentv.com, so you can check that out. It's also on their Facebook page uh, for KCEN-TV, and again, radio right here on ESPN Central Texas. So looking forward to that, uh, kicking off our uh, fall schedule of coaches' shows tomorrow night. Live from Rudy's, 6 to 7 p.m., follows game time right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, uh, the aforementioned Matt Mosley, uh, comes up next, top of the hour. He'll uh, carry you around 3 to 4 coming up this afternoon. And then Tom and Ward and Aaron are back in here at uh, 4 o'clock for game time, 4 to 6 coming up this evening. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. You have a you have a preview of any of those? Oh, you were looking like you might have something there. Oh, on the Matt Mosley show, we are going to be talking about uh, going around the, the NFL quarterback situations. Okay. Obviously, the Cowboys decided on their backup. They, uh, it's going to be uh, Cooper Rush, and they released Danucci, which is not a surprise. I mean, no, no offense. I'm sure he's a super nice guy. He's not an NFL quarterback. Mm, it was yeah. just obvious in the preseason. He's playing against third stringers and yeah. and can't. You know, can't do anything. and uh, But they also released Garrett Gilbert, which was kind of a surprise. So they'll probably be kind of scouring the waiver wire for someone for the practice squad. Gotcha. Uh, unless they already have someone in mind and, and are going to put Cooper Rush back on the practice squad. But I doubt it. I think he's going to be the backup. And, of course, the uh, Patriots situation uh, with uh, Cam Newton being released, and that means Mac Jones is going to be the starter. And we'll also talk with uh, Chip Brown from Longhorns247. Uh, uh, about uh, University of Texas naming their starting quarterback and, you know, their upcoming season. Very good. All right, so all that coming up with Matt Mosley, 3-4. to four. Just keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Um, uh, Max Kellerman was talking prior to us taking the air about uh, Cam Newton, you know, where might he land. He thought Washington might be a spot. Do you see that? Would Washington uh, be interested in signing Cam Newton? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're happy with Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. and then they have uh, – uh, who's the backup that had a couple pretty good games at the end of last year? Taylor uh, Weineke, I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just know Fitzpatrick's He, he looked decent, and I think that they're they're comfortable with him if he has to play. Um, if they weren't, I think they would have made a move and got a quarterback in the offseason because there were plenty in the draft, so – I don't see it. Um, I I could see the Cowboys. Mm. I'm not saying they will. I doubt that, that it'll happen, but yeah. I could see it because your backup qu- uh, quarterback position is so bad. Cam has made it obvious that he doesn't want to be a backup, but there are no starting jobs right now. Yeah. There, you know, even the ones that are still up in the air, it's because there are two people kind of battling for it like Dalton and Fields in Chicago and Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco other than that everybody has their starting quarterback so either he's not going to going to play this year or he'll sign some somewhere as a backup but uh and there's been no confirmation of this but a lot of the speculation was that he was released because he wouldn't get vaccinated I don't know I don't know if that's true or not um but uh because he's made it clear that he wants to start, you know, that he doesn't want to be a backup. And uh, so uh, as, as I was talking with uh, Matt Mosley in text about it, you know, he said it would be awkward to keep him there. It's not a starter. I would, 
me, I would be like, yeah, it's just going to have to be awkward because I'm going to keep the best team yeah. I can, and him being backup is best for the team. But so that's what you know. That's why when people kept bringing that up, I was like, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense in theory, mm-hmm. but there's no. I haven't seen any reporting from any anyone that I trust that says that's part of the reason. I it's just you. pure speculation on on Twitter right now. I so. got you. Just to is, make that clear, is today uh, is today the cut down day? Yes. Okay. So yep. there's a lot of there'll be a lot of NFL news, a lot of cuts that'll be announced today. But doesn't that doesn't that just scream Jerry Jones signing? <laughs> yeah. Really? To, you know, to, because even if even if McCarthy didn't like him right. and he didn't fit the system, Jerry would be like, but we have a chance to sign Cam Newton as yeah, our backup. Exactly. You know, we can make him fit. Right. You know, kind of like he did when when uh, Bill Parcells says, no, I don't want T.O. And he's like, well, he's a great receiver, so you're going to have T.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though I told you you get to make all the decisions, yeah. I'm making this decision. It does scream that. You're exactly right. So watch for that announcement coming out later today. <laughs> but with the NFL's policy on, on forfeiting games, if you know, like we've talked about, if you forfeit games because if of unvaccinated players, you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's everybody loss, yeah. loses their game checks. I think that's going to change and just be the team that uh, caused it. Yeah, like yeah. if if your team caused it and the other team was ready to play, I don't think that they're going to take game checks from them. Yeah. I think they'll I think they'll adjust that policy, but definitely the teams that. If there's an outbreak of unvaccinated players, I don't, that policy is definitely not changing. And you can lose, so that may have been part of it. Yeah. I like that. I like your idea there. Uh, you know, the team that didn't have the outbreak, the team that was just the opponent of the team that had the outbreak, they shouldn't be punished. I mean, yeah, there's no reason to punish them. Yeah, if the other team – what if the other team's 98% or 100% vaccinated? Yeah. You know, you can't penalize them because the other team wasn't – and and had to cancel the game because they had players come down with COVID, you know. So yeah, it's uh, I I think they will revise that policy before the season starts, but we'll you. see. All right, NFL season is uh, is a week away from starting. Cowboys uh, playing that opener on Thursday week. Thursday week against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Big Twelve teams begin this weekend. Uh, opening weekend actually begins on Friday. Kansas at home against South Dakota. They'll play at 7 o'clock. It's on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Again, that is Friday. Kansas, in fact, opens the season with two Friday night games, which is uh, ripe for commentary about uh, Kansas being a high school team. Uh, that's from someone else. That's not from me. But Kansas opens with two Friday night games uh, this year, and South Dakota is the opponent coming up this week. Saturday, 11 a.m., we told you about Oklahoma and Tulane. Now in Norman, 11 a.m., it's on ABC. Also at 11 a.m. on FS1, Stanford and Kansas State, they're playing in Arlington at AT AT&T Stadium. That'll be a fun uh, kickoff there. Uh, 2.30 on ESPN, West Virginia at Maryland. These are uh, these are some longtime rivals, old rivals. You know, fairly close uh, geographically, and they've played. Um, what's the number? Fifty, fifty-two times through the years. So they know each other uh, fairly well, although they haven't played since 2015. So that's the season opener for the Mountaineers uh, in College Park against Maryland, 2:30 Saturday on ESPN. 3:30. Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. It is Northern Iowa at 7th-ranked Iowa State. 
Um, this, uh, this game, the last time they played was two years ago, and it took three overtimes for Iowa State to beat Northern Iowa 29-28. So uh, not, a, not a gimme by any stretch, but uh, Iowa State, uh, this, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say this is the most anticipated season in Iowa State football history. No, I, 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 would, I would agree with that 100%. You know, I think they're probably the second-best team in the Big 12, and I think they're good enough to pull the upset on Oklahoma. I'm not saying they will, but they're, they're good enough to. The problem is, with the Big 12 championship game, you got to do it twice. twice. More exactly. than likely, you got to beat them twice. And Oklahoma is really, really, really good this yeah. year. I mean, they're good every year. Yeah. They've been in the college football playoffs, what, the last three years, I think? Four years, maybe, and this is the best team they've had, I, yeah. I believe. Uh, you know, they've had great quarterbacks on every team, and they do again this year with Spencer Ratliff. But of like up and down the roster, I think this is the best team they've had, which is saying something. So Iowa State, number seven in the preseason poll, they open against Northern Iowa Saturday at three thirty, three thirty on Fox. Twenty uh, third ranked Louisiana, twenty first ranked Texas in Austin. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's uh, debut as the Longhorns head coach. 6 o'clock Saturday evening, our game, Baylor at Texas. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, eighth meeting all-time between the Bears and the Bobcats in football. Baylor is 7-0 and against what is now Texas State. Um, also 6 p.m., Missouri State at Oklahoma State on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, 6 o'clock on ESPN, Tech at Houston from NRG Stadium in Houston. That's on ESPN. And then 7 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. First meeting in the uh, history of Duquesne at TCU. The Dukes and the Frogs on Saturday evening. Didn't even know they played football. <laughs> I don't think I did either. I really didn't. <laughs> South, uh, Texas State has a transfer from Maine, and I remember seeing that thing. Same thing, like Maine's Maine got a football, football team? Yeah. Okay. And Duquesne does too, and they're going to be in Yeah, I mean, I, you, you know them from basketball because they've had some, you know, some pretty yeah. good seasons. Yeah, but. yeah. Duquesne, once, Duque re once referred to Duque on uh, local television as Duquesne. Nice. <laughs> yes, Duquesne at TCU. So that's the Big 12 schedule for the weekend. Talk more about that as the week progresses. Right now we got to get out of here. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Thanks to Paul Jobson for being on with us. Aaron, thank you very much for uh, getting the ship uh, safely into uh, harbor. And Lord willing, we'll do it again tomorrow at 2 p.m., but right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next on ESPN Central Texas. You know, if it's not about sports, I find it very hard to concentrate.